0: Welcome back, baseball family. So, we wanted to play a little game, do a little exercise today, um, where... Wait
1: a minute, um, wait a minute. Nobody wants to do any exercise. Okay. Let's oh, be clear. Tell me about it. <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> but anyway. So, what
0: this is, is if space aliens were to come down and to greet us and say, hey, I want you to tell me about baseball, and... Our job is to each show them five games to tell them to, I guess, show them what baseball is. Uh, So we each have five games that would, um, I guess, explain the game in some way. And I got to be honest with you. We just had this on the schedule for this week. But as it turns out, we've been informed that what the Pentagon is uh, the Pentagon is releasing some information about UFOs later this month. Yeah. So. It kind of worked out. We thought we'd run with it. Hence the name of the episode, Aliens in the Outfield. So yep. here we go. Brig, go yep. ahead and lead us off with your first game to show these friends from another planet.
1: Okay. I am choosing a game from 1947. Mm. I don't think it's any surprise. It's April <laughs> 15th, 1947. Jackie breaks color barrier Mm, that day. I feel like that's critical. You cannot Uh tell the story of baseball without this. That's true. Not that that's how I chose all of my games. I just, that's how I chose this one. Now, the things people don't know are the box score. And I'm not going to get into the whole box score, but I think it's really interesting to, to note that in his rookie debut, not only did he field, or did he play the field, but... In his first big league game, he recorded the first put-out of the whole game. Oh, wow. He Yeah, he went up to the plate three times. In the seventh, he laid an absolutely perfect bunt up the first base path. For his first hit in, in MLB history, it was a bunt. Okay? Not only was he <laughs> moving and shaking. Yeah, for those of you who pay attention, that was punctuated. Not only was he moving cooking with gas heat, he actually scared the first baseman, also a rookie on the other team, because he was moving so fast. <laughs> so the dude, he rushes the throw. Guess what? It hits Jackie in the back. <laughs> <laughs> the ball caroms off of Jackie Robinson's back out of the field of play, and now there's nobody there, so it has to be dealt with. And guess what? He moves into second base. <laughs> Full free. He turned he turned a bund down the first baseline into extra bases (laughs) in his major league debut. I mean, come on. So not only is it an incredible performance on its own, even if it's just that one play, notwithstanding all the tremendous defense he played the whole day, but Mm -hmm. he broke the color barrier as well. So I think we often get all hot and bothered about the color barrier thing rightly so however mm. he was a terrific ball player let's just call it what it is i don't think you can go without that game well i did i'll be honest with you <laughs> well uh, but I, I, you I, can but i don't <laughs> think you can Fine.
0: i'm not gonna poo poo it though because that's an excellent choice thank you thank um you. okay so i'm i'm gonna be honest with you all of mine are pre like, are like fairly recent these are all games that i have watched personally Ooh. in my life Jeez. okay okay wow yeah, so so within the last thirty five years, um, these are, these games <laughs> happened. But anyway, okay.
1: so I'm What's gonna there? start.
0: I'm gonna start first with a slugfest because I want I want these mm. these aliens from another planet to see what uh like what a high scoring baseball game looks like. Okay, uh, I will be honest with you, I. I don't normally have like a format or a system when I choose things like this, but this time I wanted to have a, um, a purposeful progression of how I went through these games. So I'm starting with okay. a slugfest. Okay. This is the 2017 world series game five, uh, the Dodgers yes. at the Astros. Oh yeah. I still remember watching this game. I was doing my old blog, my stitched Thrones blog, uh, yeah. Brig, you remember that? <laughs> Oh, and,
1: please. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was supposed to be doing a blog that night, but I was watching that game, and it was just, it went on for like six hours, it felt like. Yeah, it was and I was like, well, game. I'm not getting anything done tonight, because this game is outstanding. It was a ton of fun to watch. Final score was 13 to 12 in 10 innings. The Astros ended up winning with a walk-off single in a game that saw seven home runs, 28 hits, and I want to say like five lead changes. It was outstanding. It was an amazing game. It was a ton of fun to watch. And I think introducing another group of people to baseball would be like with a game where there was a ton of action throughout the entire thing would be a good way to grab hold of their attention. So, jeez. Yeah. Game 5, 2017 World Series. 25 runs scored, 28 hits. I think that. I mean, that was that was an
1: awesome game to watch. A ton of fun. That's a great choice. I remember watching that. I had just moved to South Carolina that year. You did, that's we, right. Yeah, yeah we was, were sitting was in was our makeshift apartment. Yeah. And we were like, I don't know, what do you want to decorate with? <laughs> Wood floors. That sounds awesome. You know <laughs> yeah. Well, funny enough, they're already here. Isn't that nice? <laughs> so we ended up watching the anyway, it was that's awesome. That's a great that was a killer game. Um, okay, so my next one comes in uh, October 13th, 2001. And for me, this is one of the best defensive performances. And really a terrific defensive game if you count pitching and everything on top of it. But October 13th, 2001, we are in the American League Division Series uh, in Oakland with the against the Yankees. And this is the flip. This Mm -hmm. is the flip. Yep. You can't... Terrence Long hits a pitch off of Mike Mussina down the right field line, fielded by Shane Spencer. He throws wildly over both cutoff men, right? He's like, no! And he throws it all the way to home. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Here comes Derek Jeter out of nowhere, running toward home plate, crossing the first baseline, snags the ball, and... In this, like, really absurd backup position. (laughs) Like, he's... I mean, we're talking... You're talking, like, 100 feet out of position for that uh, At least. At least 100. Maybe 115 feet. And he's in... He's, like, the fourth guy in this chain now. And he's not (laughs) supposed to be there. There's four. He's the fifth guy, but he becomes the fourth position. Anyway, he's... He runs, and then as he's stumbling... Over the first baseline and into foul territory, he shovels the ball behind him to Jorge Posada at the plate to make the tag. And that kept the game at a 1-0. Because <laughs> what's-his-name was supposed to have scored? Uh, Giambi. Jeremy Giambi. Yeah. Was supposed to have scored. And he didn't. And they went on to... Now, the Yankees were down two games to nothing after giving up both of those games in the Bronx... Yeah, that was an elimination so, game. It was. Yankees. This was the rubber game the ALDS, so they had to win this game. Here comes Derek Jeter sprinting 100-plus feet or whatever. Yeah, It was nuts. And the funny thing is, to hear Derek Jeter talk about it, it's all of this like, that's oh, where I was supposed to be. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> that's not where you were supposed to be. I was just doing my that job. Is not we, how we all that know you're just up. doing your job. That is not no. how you drew that up. No. I've. Everybody has since drawn it up. And it's ridiculous. It's like <laughs> you can show, and it looks just like spaghetti. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, anyway, I think as far as defensive performances go, not only is there a highlight play that is unbeatable, it's never been the same. Nobody's ever done it since. Nobody's mm-hmm. ever done it before. I think the highlight itself is terrific. But on top of that, the game was a defensive lockdown the whole time anyway. So yeah. that's, that that would be my number two. All right, very good. I like that. That's a really good one. That's
0: a great Thank one, you. actually. Um, so I'm going to go from slugfest to clutch hitting, okay? Okay. Uh, I want I want to demonstrate clutch hitting. So let's go to 1995, Brig. Okay. The like ALDS, game five, Yankees at Mariners in Seattle the Kingdom. Wow. Um, Why, Brent? So <laughs> and this is another thing, too, um, is – I'll be honest, there is a trend. There there are a couple of Mariners games in here that I'm gonna talk about. And yeah. uh and that's one thing I'll explain too, that we all have our team, we all have our laundry, as Jerry Seinfeld puts it, we all have our laundry that we cheer for. Um, that's right. this happens to me mine, so I'm a little bit biased as far as these being the best games to watch. So I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you this team. Um so you know, I'd explain that along the way. But anyways, clutch hitting. I'm, we've got nineteen ninety five ALDS Game Five, Yankees at Mariners. You've got the bottom of the eleventh inning. Mariners are down by a score of five to four. With Joey Cora on second base, Ken Griffey Jr. on first, Edgar Martinez at the plate. Um, Edgar hits a ball down the left field corner into, or down the left field line into the corner. Joey Cora scores easily. Griffey comes wheeling all the way around and scores as the throw is just a little bit late. And that is a demonstration of some of the finest clutch hitting that you will ever see in my opinion in the history of baseball because you're not going to get that from many many other guys other than edgar martinez because he put that ball exactly where it needed to be for griffey to score from first base and end the game and advance in and eliminate the yankees in extra at home yes and save baseball in seattle to boot and secure griffey's legend yes yes I mean, across Major League Baseball, and especially in the city of Seattle, because there's a mural at T-Mobile Field or T-Mobile Park with uh, with Griffey sliding into home. I have my picture taken in front of it uh, because it's outstanding, mm. and it is. It'll go down as in Mariners history as the, I mean, until the Mariners win the World Series, that's the greatest play the Mariners have ever made, and maybe even continue on into into that. I don't know, but anyways, so that is clutch hitting. Uh, That's 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 my second game.
1: I'm going to level with you. What's that? That was the sixth game on my list. Oh, no way. No way. I think... <laughs> <laughs> that I'm serious. We almost overlapped because for me, even though I'm a Yankees fan, even though it's my uh-huh. dark spot, and you just have to poke at it. I know. I do. It's fine. I do you just do. a little bit every time. But... I do think it is one of the most important moments in baseball, in recent baseball history. Like in Mm -hmm. our generation of baseball, it is, for every reason you've said and all the reasons that I supported you, it is one of the most important moments in all of modern baseball history.
0: I'm glad you agree with me on that. It's and 100% you know and it huge. does it does stink that it has to be your Yankees because I get it. Brig, I totally yeah. get it. That Russell Wilson interception on the on the goal line against the Patriots, people touch yeah. that dark spot almost daily when I listen to sports talk and it I hate for it. sure. It makes me I very know. upset. But so you can not get it.
1: I get it. The hustle. You can't. Yep. Because for me, the I would show an alien that because of Griffey's cojones. You know? Yeah. We're like, "How in the world who does that and gets away with it? <laughs> and especially a guy who the league knew he was
0: quick, but not fast.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Right. You know, no, because no. he has
0: purposely kept that in his back pocket for six to seven years at this point.
1: <laughs> Bro, I I do, th- in spite of all the pain, and I have to admit on both sides, but I legitimately think it's one of the best plays ever. I love it. Just I agree. I mean, yeah. for me it's going to go down honestly
0: in my lifetime as the greatest play I've ever seen forever. No, I don't know. Because think of it. the what it meant, who it was and having seen it live like I did yeah. in the
1: moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's going to be the greatest play I've ever seen so, in my life unless something dang. happens when the Mariners go to the playoffs again whenever that happens to be.
1: Right. Well, and I yeah, I I have this I have similar memories. Okay. All right, moving on. Let me do okay. one more. Okay. Um so I'll, I'll go I'll go back in history again because okay. I think it's important. Uh, April 8th, 1974. And for any of you that paid attention to the show at all, you know I love this game, right? Hank Aaron hits number 715. I, again, I don't think you can tell the story of baseball without this moment. And it's all the intangibles. It's all the subtext. It's all the extra cultural stuff that go with it. Here we have my first pick was in 1947 when Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. And then here we go, 30, almost, you know, 30 years later, we got a guy, a black man, in the Deep South, breaking the home run record that had held for years, decades, and and he's getting a standing ovation in Atlanta. No. Okay, I know I rail on this all the time. It's one of my favorite <laughs> moments in all of baseball history, though. Mm-hmm. He does yeah. it. Anyway. Well, now, and, and, he... and, you know,
0: real quick, like you talk about breaking the home run record. It it wasn't just the home run record that had been, t- been held for, you know, however many 30, 40, 50 years, whatever. It's yeah. that that record was held by Babe Ruth. Who yes. is to this day considered, I, I mean, I, the only thing I can think of is like not even the king of baseball, but like the Caesar, the emperor. Like he right. is, or like the god of baseball. Baseball's crown prince for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yes. yes, and and at that time to have Hank Aaron break that record was a really really big deal. Yeah, the fact that he did it and just yeah, it I agree. With you. It's it's a big moment, big time.
1: So a little bit of context in an away game. The previous away game, I think, it was in Cincinnati. He hit seven fourteen, mm-hmm. and he tied it, but it was an away game. And um, is the previous game or two games before? Because I think he went oh for three in between, something like that. I can't remember my history all that well right now, but he gets, it, it ends up being a home game in Atlanta, which I think is the best, Yeah. right? All Same with Griffey in Seattle, in the mm-hmm. kingdom, it's the best. Um, But he walked in his first at-bat in the, like, the second inning. And then he gets another opportunity in the fourth, and it's on a 1-0 pitch, and he cranks it. Not just cranks it, but this is left center field in fulton county stadium in atlanta i mean come on dude <laughs> and it tied the game this is the best part is it tied the game they went on to win everybody wins oh yeah. except it's great the losing so team. it's not just history it's great baseball all at the same time
0: it was well, great bet. baseball excellent okay uh let's what, go ahead and take a break you? and then
1: and then i'll do my
0: third one that way we can even it out with uh Three and three. Yeah, okay. That's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we got more aliens in the outfield.
1: Welcome back, baseball family. we got about five more games we want to share with you and these aliens from outer space that the Pentagon is going to tell us about. We're really excited to bring you more of our favorite games in history. But before we do that, baseball family, we want to know what you think some of the most important games in baseball history are if an alien came down and wanted to understand baseball, what five games would you show them? You can join us in the group and tell us you can put it in the comments and the doobly do in uh, YouTube or wherever you podcast. And Brad is going to give us his number three choice right now. So my number three, I wanted to go from clutch hitting
0: to clutch defense. Um, so real quick disclaimer. Um, I did not tell Brig what games I chose And he did not tell me what games he chose. Correct. Uh, When we when we put this list together, and I have back in two thousand one, ALDS game three. No way, (laughs) the Yankees (laughs) at the A's. I do. How did we overlap? That that is my my pick for clutch defense because then these aliens can see the importance of playing strong defense late in the game. Because, I mean, this was the bottom of the oh. seventh inning. and Then Mariano Rivera comes in here and gets a six-out save to save the yeah. Yankees' season. Yeah. That's a huge deal.
1: That is a, a huge six, deal. A six-out save. I know. I didn't want to say all the details. <laughs> I took too long as it was. <laughs> this is great. But, I'm so happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, because, I mean, they go they go from having a one nothing lead going into the eighth inning to having – I mean at the very least you've got Terrence Long on second base second base with a tie game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if that's if that goes well at the plate. I mean if that ball goes to the backstop, Terrence Long standing on third base with two outs and tie
1: game. At the worst, yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: So so that play was a really big deal. That was clutch defense. Derek Jeter, like he said, in the right play, you know, where he's supposed to be, you know, right place, right time, whatever. Yeah, but right. it, it doesn't get any more clutch than that defensively. Mm-hmm. And that's why I had to include that in my games to show these
1: aliens because bro oh. their heads might explode my that head's point. exploding right now <laughs> what are you talking about forget about their heads <laughs> of course we overlap there's always an overlap and it, it's crazy it's great so and you know i thought it would be jackie robinson and That's see, funny. i, I don't tell me thought... don't tell me don't tell me What else, well, whatever else is coming i don't want to know i'm not gonna tell you
0: what's next but i honestly th- thought this was going to be the one time we didn't have a single overlap
1: this is nuts man I because, can't believe it.
0: <laughs> so brig was texting me earlier he was saying that he was really struggling with this and i was like oh man i've been thinking about this for several days i've got my things yeah. all set up you know <laughs> like i and this is actually one that i picked today because i had this category that i wanted to fulfill but i couldn't think of what to put there and so i found this one i decided to put this one in actually this afternoon and then brig was telling me that he was getting his together today and and everything but yeah, this was not one that we collaborated on, and we happened to overlap No, no, on no. It we anyway. never do. Yeah, we, we never, never do. That's true.
1: No, no, no. When we do lists, we don't talk about it. And that's This is so funny, dude. <laughs> that's why if you see the Dodgers Mount Rushmore, you're like, yeah. I almost killed Brad. <laughs> Legitimately. He almost dies. <laughs> Cause we're we happen to be in the same room, yeah, and yeah. We, we get one of the same picks. And he, he seems to almost <laughs> die, it's crazy. He it was like, Okay, anyway, at the very least, <laughs> passed out, the very least, I almost passed out yeah. for real, yeah, okay. I was Maybe right. that was hyperbole, I don't
0: know, <laughs> the epitome of hyperbole. Anyway, yeah, go ahead, Brig, with, with your right. next one. You got two left, number four, okay. All right, all right, all right, we're gonna go, we're going back in time again. <laughs> I don't know if you know, could. You imagine? Could you imagine break if these aliens had the technology to take us back to travel through time and space to these games so we could actually watch them in person,
1: dude? <laughs> oh man! I told you not to bring that up. I can't. <laughs> I can't handle. I can't handle it. It's a family-friendly show. It I would, would be, be. It'd be something. It would else. be the Let's best. <laughs> how about that? It would be the best. The end so much be to say.
0: All right. Sorry. So Brie, I'm go going uh, go 1999.
1: So I was alive this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, I was alive in 2001, too, by the way. But in 1999, <laughs> um, it was a Sunday, a day game, July 18th, 1999, in the Bronx. Again, like Brad said, I mean, you've got to go with a little Homerism. Never heard anybody mm-hmm. here. But yeah. David Cohn pitches a perfecto. And I'll tell you what, if you have not read the book Full Count by David Cohn, you have got to read that book. Like, not only is it a terrific game, so I needed something that represented perfect pitching, right? Just epic right. pitching. <clears throat> and I thought, oh man, this is perfect. Literally perfect. And but I've read his book, and his book blew my mind. You want to see, you want to hear like a treatise on pitching? And history and personalities and all this great, oh man, it's called <laughs> Full Count by David Cohn. Go get it. Especially if you're on Audible. He reads it himself. It's magnificent. Okay. Uh, good one. So, right. Sunday the 18th, 1999. This is, Now, there have been 23 perfect games in the history of Major League Baseball. Two of them were before 1908. And the regular, the 21 have come since then. Now they even had a 33 minute rain delay. So he was all hot trot and getting ready to take the mound <laughs> and nothing and then more, nothing. And then a bunch of nothing. So and it was a day game on a Sunday in New York in July. So this rain thing is weird and they're playing Montreal Expos. And despite a 33 minute rain delay, David Cohn goes out and pitches a perfect game. Now, The Yankees held run support six to nothing is when the game ended. But here's what kills me. This is the best part for me. He sits in the number two slot for a perfect game, lowest pitches count. Lowest pitch count thrown. Did you know that?
0: I didn't know that, but it makes sense now that you mention it because he was kind of a Maddox esque pitcher. He
1: was. Guess how many pitches he threw. Guess how many he got all twenty seven outs. Guess how many pitches he threw to do it? I'm going to say 87. 87, yeah. Bob. 88. Oh He threw 88. That's pretty good, dude. <laughs> that, that puts him at number two. The next closest was in 1908. 1908. And I forget how many that dude threw. Let me look yeah, real quick. Know. I think that dude threw 74. Yeah, 74. Yeah. Addie Ross, Cleveland. He threw 74 in 1908. So... And I'm sorry, the era we're discussing started in 1903, not 1908. So I apologize okay. for that. The World Series era. But anyway, that doesn't matter. Still only 23 ever. Yeah. David Cohn, 1999. That's me.
0: Very good. I like it. I like it a lot. Thanks, that's sir. A, that's a great one. Um, so I want to go – and actually, you know, I kind of wanted to use my last one with the with the clutch pitching at the end of the game, with you know, yeah. with the defense, uh, to transition into dominant pitching performance. So I okay. want I want to show off a dominant pitching performance. So we're gonna to go to May the sixth, nineteen ninety eight, when Kerry Wood strikes out twenty. Oh,
1: Kerry Wood!
0: Oh, um, dude! So, so I mean, there have been other games since then where guys have struck out twenty, but it, I feel like this is the epitome of somebody of just flat out dominant pitching. Um, the pitches are are just unhittable, and he it was a one hitter, right? Yeah, um, and that was that's how close he came to a perfect game that day, which, you know, you would think that you would expect him to, to throw a perfect game, strike an, or get, at least get a no-hitter or come close to it, you know, yeah. striking out 20. Because yeah. if, you, if you're just mowing guys down, you're a buzzsaw, and there's a good chance nobody's going to get a hit off you that day. Uh, final score of the game was 2-0. to zero. Sorry, this was the Houston Astros back when they were in the National League at the Chicago yep. Cubs. So. Yeah, this was just. Anytime I think of a dominant pitching performance, I think of Kerry Wood striking out twenty. And this was a game I remember. I remember watching this one, um, it which is just it was weird because I'm pretty sure that was like the middle of the week in May, so I should have been in school, but for some reason I don't think I was. <laughs> TBS <Yeah>. bro. Or <laughs> WGN well,
1: right, WGN. Sorry WGN. WGN, yeah, sorry, WGN yeah. yeah, no, yeah. like
0: I know it was on WGN, but why wasn't yeah. I in school? I I remember I wasn't in school, but I can't remember <laughs> why I wasn't. You know, because I don't know. Anyway. But no, outstanding performance by Kerry Wood, and that's that is my next, my next game that I would show just for straight up dominant pitching, start to finish. Dude, that's so. awesome. That's a agree. great pick. Well, thank you. What do you have for your last one?
1: Well, Denise and Kyle and all them—they're really happy right now. Let me just make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and in order to continue the trend, I gotta go to November two, two thousand sixteen. I knew you were going to go to that one next. I don't best know baseball how. game I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. Ever. Ever. I've never seen a more entertaining baseball game, a more tense baseball game, a more historically significant baseball game, a more fun baseball game in my entire life. <laughs> Guys, it's the best baseball game I've ever seen in my whole life. Don't just watch the highlights. If you missed it somehow, I I'm so sorry. Just go back and watch it. November 2, 2016. Game 7 World Series in Cleveland against the Chicago Cubs. It's been 108 years. 108 years. Mm-hmm. And then there's a the rain delay. <laughs> <laughs> and the baseball And in the middle of this rain delay, <laughs> what? And the baseball gods laughed. <laughs> they laughed. That's exactly right. They laughed. No, <laughs> So, and then my favorite part of the whole thing was when they substitute David Ross in off the bench cold as ice and he comes in and he rips a Homer and you're like, oh, what? He's 39 <laughs> <laughs> and he came in super cold homers. Not just any Homer. I mean, crush this thing. Dude, dude is, Oh, it's the best game I ever saw in my whole life. Cubs win eight to seven flip out. My daughter was born. Not, I don't know, 30 days earlier. Um, yeah. Or whatever. Exactly. It was, I'd say within Twenty nine. It? it was 29 it was, days yeah, earlier.
0: Okay. Yeah. And it was close.
1: She's lying there on the couch. We're screaming. <laughs> she slept right through it. <laughs> she's, and by the way, she's still just as much trooper as she was then. <laughs>
0: That's great. That's awesome.
1: I kid you not, man. That is the best baseball game I've ever seen in my whole life.
0: And, you know, I I don't think I've watched it since. Like, I don't think I've had a chance to see it because that night I was actually covering a college basketball game. Yeah, you were. And and so I remember driving home from the game and we're like, oh, let's check the score. And it was in a rain delay. I got home just in time, I want to say, to catch like literally the last out where Chris Bryant slips as he throws you know yeah it's like but yeah yeah i gotta gotta watch that i got tons of time to watch stuff during the day so you
1: you should just sit down get wilson sit him down and have him watch this this one game just this one game because my goodness you know
0: he might just do it he's been better about watching baseball with me lately which has made me actually very happy yeah so well, there's he's, a rain delay. So even if he making, wants
1: to break it up, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And yeah, he, he's getting
0: the attention span and I think part of it is he's actually like understanding it cuz he'll see yeah. the pitch and he'll be like, "Dad, was that a ball?" Like, "It was. Good job." "Was that a strike?" even no, though he yes. didn't swing. "It sure was. Good job." Man, I love that. So, yeah. <laughs> Proud dad moments, let me tell you. But yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll watch that one this weekend or something. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Yeah. That that's a solid choice, though, Brig. That's a really good one. Absolutely. Thank like, you. Such historical significance. Very good. All right. I, too, have a perfect game. Not David Cohn's, but um, King Felix's perfect perfect game. We're going to go oh, back yeah. to August fifteenth, two 2012, which I believe is the last perfect game that was thrown. There has it not is. been one since then. I mean, yes, There's sir. been a whole slew of no-hitters, but no perfect game since then. And this was the Tampa Bay Rays at the Seattle Mariners. Um, this was not a game I got to watch live, because at the time, I... Was not living somewhere where I get to watch much baseball live, but I have since watched it because I had to. Um, just peak Felix right there, right two thousand twelve, oh, yeah. um, and of course the Mariners win one to nothing. He strikes out twelve because that is absolutely one hundred percent what Felix had to do. He had to keep the opponent to one or no runs every single game for the Mariners to win because that team <laughs> yeah. was just anemic offensively. That's right. And that was just and you know what's crazy is I was looking at this in ba- on Baseball Reference just to kind of uh just make sure you know I was getting stats and stuff right and 14 13 14 days before this, he held the Yankees to a single hit. In 2012? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, just like 2 weeks before, he almost no-hit the Yankees. And if Dang. that if that had if that hit had not Gone through, if that had been an out, it would have been a perfect game. So he had a chance for two perfect games in two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, one hit away from that. Holy Absolutely cow. Absolutely insane. Like, that's, oh, I did not that's see that how coming. good he was that year, and that's why he won the Cy Young yeah. with Cy Young. such a bad yeah. team, because he was just, just mowing everybody down. He was unhittable. he's untouchable. And, I mean, that's, that's why he got the nickname King Felix, because you couldn't hit him. Just absolutely could not. And, you know, since then, we've seen a major, massive fall from the throne. In fact, he has not pitched since 2019. He's had right. two minor league contracts since then, but has not pitched in a big league game. Since He's then, even been so.
1: called up and still hasn't pitched. Uh, No, he he, got, he hasn't. Didn't Atlanta call day. him up?
0: No, they didn't. He didn't make it to opening day. No, I can't. And I can't remember if they cut Did him. Did he get or injured he or something last I season? He, I think he opted out. Uh, oh, COVID.
1: COVID. That's, that's what it was. And then that's this year right. he
0: signed with the Orioles, and they cut him before the season started. He didn't make it out yeah. of camp. Wow. So, yeah, to see that high. <laughs> and, you know, it's, and this is the thing, too, is that guys will throw a perfect game. Guys will throw a no-hitter, and it just, it just happens to be one day where they're on because you don't have to be a super dominant pitcher to have one day of complete domination, right? That's right. But you've yeah. got David Cohn. Felix Hernandez, just to name two guys who have thrown perfect games who had excellent careers, but then to see Felix Hernandez where he is now, man, it, yeah. or where his career, I guess, essentially ended is really disappointing. But yeah. Anyway, those are five games, like we talked about, that we would show space aliens should they come down to Earth. And, space uh, should, aliens. Maybe should the Pentagon make them available
1: to us watch baseball <laughs> games
0: with who knows maybe they're in area 51 watching baseball right now and they already know all That's about the sport. i don't know
1: well i wonder we should get them on the show and figure out what they think we should the best See, games are what? so far <laughs> the fun their five favorite games they've
0: watched uh, yeah because <laughs> they, i'm sure they spent plenty of time watching games
1: <laughs> well yeah what else are they gonna do <laughs> exactly exactly right <laughs>
0: Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.